Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. have you with us again we are talking about rest tonight so I don't know if that is something that comes very easily to you or if it's something that you feel like you battle with um we haven't discussed it together yet so I'm intrigued to know which category you come into of that joy (laughs) um well when I found out we were going to do this I sort of smiled to myself because it's definitely been a journey for me of getting to the point now where actually I feel like I rest well um but that definitely hasn't been a given all the way along and guess I've shared in the past how I'm a doer I like to be active (laughs) I like to be doing things and so rest always feels like one of those things that is not going to allow me to do that um but it's definitely been a journey that God's taken me on of learning how I need to rest learning to rest well Um, I remember like a few years ago, there was a point where whenever anyone prayed over me, they were all saying, I just feel like God is wanting you to rest or (laughs) something to do with rest or reading me Bible verses on rest. And I was like, oh, this is so annoying Um, because what they were saying was absolutely spot on. And God was trying to teach me to rest. But I guess it was one of those things that I was sitting there thinking, what even does that mean, God? I mean, how do I do that? Because I don't know. I mean... To me, there are, there are bits of the Bible that we'll probably talk about to do with rest that could be prescriptive, but otherwise I think it's quite a difficult one to work out what rest looks like, whether there's a sort of universal how we should rest or, or what, which I guess we're going to talk about. But yeah, so I definitely sort of moved on from that place now where if people give me pray over me about rest. I'm not so frustrated about it. <laughs> you can receive it more. <laughs> yeah. The frustration was only because I was like, I'm being told repeatedly to do this and yet I have no idea how to do it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, Hannah. Can you identify with that? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, I think I, I'm quite active too. And so rest is something I think had to get my head around, especially as well, because people around me seem to rest so differently and Mm. trying to kind of mirror their pattern of rest would drive me absolutely mad. Um, (laughs) No, this is not working for me. I don't want to just sit here in silence. Um, I do. I am trying to embrace silence and solitude (laughs) as as a practice. You sound like you're going to be a nun or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm really enjoying it. I've been, I told you before, I've been reading the ruthless elimination of hurry and he talks quite a lot about silence and solitude. It's one of his practices of Jesus. Yeah. But yes, I am. I, I'd like learning things that come quite counterintuitively to me I do really like that Um, but then it's also quite nice to just feel at home with certain things that you find restful isn't it but I was just wondering before we start talking about it do you think you've done much thinking about why we should rest well I think I mean I guess the obvious answer is because Jesus tells us to yeah um, which is a good point to start anywhere isn't it and it says in the bible that we're to um And so I've been thinking about that as I've been doing this, but also because for me, resting, so, and you may feel differently to this, but for me, resting has to be about stopping, Mm. stopping something that I'm doing and being still. Like for me, 
I've always felt like God um, speak to me about rest in terms of being still because it actively goes against my natural instinct that I want to do stuff and because I get distracted. So if I'm not still, I can't, I don't feel I can properly rest. Mm. Um, But yeah, so Jesus speaks a lot, I think, about being still and knowing that I'm God and, you know, Psalm 23, which we might know well about leading us by still waters. And I think there's something about being still and acknowledging that certainly this is for me that I'm not making the world go round yeah yeah um that, so sort of the in that is the recognition of your need that you you're not like god like god did rest after he created the world but he doesn't need to because the bible says that he doesn't grow weary we do grow weary yeah. so i feel like he was setting us the example of that yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, a short answer is to say the Bible tells us to, God modelled it to us, we should do it. Yeah. Um, but you don't really want to be doing it out of duty. And that's, I think, the the interesting thing is that when you chat to people, you often feel like people are either not resting or they're resting, but they don't really want to be resting. They really want to <laughs> be getting on with stuff, but they're just doing it because they feel they have to do it. And, you know, it's really tricky, isn't it? Because as Christians, we don't want to be doing that. We don't want to just do it because we have to. Yeah. But at the same time, you think, this is good for me. I'm just on that journey of working out how it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've not reached that yet. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And thinking, it is really... It is real mystery, isn't it? Or just or just fascinating, maybe that's a better word, that God rested after he created the world, isn't it? And mm. he just sort of just took that time just to enjoy who he was, what he'd done, yeah. who we are, just to enjoy it all, soak it all in. And I think yeah. sometimes we're all going at such a pace in life, aren't totally. we? And different seasons mm. are different, aren't they? I mean, you know, you might throw in a promotion and life gets busier or you might throw in a toddler and life feels relentless or you might throw in caring for older parents or just whatever phase of life there's always a challenge and a pressure isn't there to go yeah faster and so just like knowing that not only are you allowed to but you're actively encouraged by God to stop and to take time out and like you were saying just remembering that it doesn't rely on us like life doesn't rely on us the world doesn't rely at all doesn't rely on us at all I love that act 17 bit where it says like um about as if he's served by human hands as if he needed anything he doesn't and so just sort of remembering that enjoying him enjoying life reconnecting with all sorts of different things is wonderful isn't it so how do you do it I don't mean in a prescriptive way I mean just sort of yeah. what are your lessons learned in it way I'm not I'm not saying right Joy give me the 10 ways to rest number one <laughs> <laughs> eat a salad <laughs> yeah that's not my first way to rest. Um, <laughs> eat a salad um well I think in terms of learning to rest for me has been choosing to take time out of what I'm doing to sit and to be with God. And that could be reading my Bible. That could be putting on some headphones and worshipping. It frequently for me ends up sitting in the garden because I live next to a forest. And so I actually love just seeing the changing trees. And I just sit and I 
spend time worshipping. I talk to Jesus and talk to him about how I'm doing. Because for me, actually, a lot of what comes with rest is doing something that's going to connect me to Jesus. Yeah. Um, And that might not be the case for everyone, I guess, but um, I could read a book or I could do some exercise and that does rest me in certain ways. But actually, I've definitely found that I'm most rested when I've spent time with God and just offloaded stuff and checked in with him and worshipped and read the Bible and all that sort of stuff because it is so easy to do the other stuff and come away thinking well I've done some exercise that's good for my body or I've read a book but still feel like that that restlessness in me yeah um and for me yeah definitely just stopping and at the beginning it did feel like a duty I'll be honest it felt like I've got to do this people keep praying this word over me God's trying to get me to do this. I better do this, you know. And I sort of did it begrudgingly of like, God, I just find this really difficult, which should be a sign that I should be doing it, to be honest. <laughs> if I find the thought of it really difficult, I should probably be sitting down and trying to do it. Um, but actually, the more I've done it and the more I've seen the fruit of it, just in terms of just seeing God's sort of peace in my life and yeah, sure, not every day in terms of, you know, sometimes you have anxiety and sometimes you're worrying about this or worrying about that or trying not to anyway. Um, but definitely for me, just sitting down and spending time with Jesus helps give me rest. And for me, because of the way my week looks like, I can give quite a lot of time to that. But there's definitely been times in the past when I've um, had sort of more formal employment where... I haven't been able to do that as much. So it might be like a drive to work. So yeah, I'm driving, but I'm sort of sitting and worshipping or like chatting about my day as yeah. I do it. Yeah. Um, but the stillness definitely for me has yeah. been really important. Yeah, yeah, for me too. But I just want to pick up on what you were saying there about like connecting with Jesus and that is like, that is real, real rest and that really resonates with um it felt like a real revelation actually um my husband this summer just sort of said and then he and then he preached on it later in the summer um he had a real revelation of rest is a person I was just like Mm. I love that I love like rest is a person rest is Jesus so if you want to sort of talk about rest or you want to be rested in your soul like you want to kind of be restored and peaceful um then it you have to be with Jesus and I really I really liked that because and the same is true of freedom or love like love is a person love is Jesus or freedom is a person it's not just a thing that exists that you have to try and like um achieve or get on its own it's it's a person rest is Jesus so being with him is just is really essential um for that isn't it and what I love about that as well though is the license for that to look so different for Mm. whatever your context and I really like it because although I do now love the silence I really love the silence and think that is really important and Jesus himself showed how important that was because he would go away from his disciples or the crowds and, and get time alone with his father and so you know, surely we want to be like him, which includes taking time out and and going away from it all. Um, But 
I think rest as a person also gives you permission for like, right, well, today I have just got to clean the toilet or like, oh, today I've got a really important work meeting or today I've got to go and visit this person. I don't particularly want to see them or I do want to see them, whatever. It allows for whatever is going on in my day to day, I can be rested because whatever is going on in my day, I can do it with Jesus and therefore I can access rest. It doesn't mean that I can only rest if I can secure the circumstances where I'm child-free, people-free, in a darkened room with no yeah. background noise. Until I have that setting, I cannot be rested. Yeah, I That I think is quite hopeless in many ways, isn't it? Mm. Because how often can you actually achieve that? Like very rarely. Whereas to know that like he go, he is with me wherever I go so I can have rest wherever I go is so liberating, I think. I, I say that in the caveat of I think you still want to maintain and keep in your life those special quality moments where you do set time aside for him and for rest and to stop the daily rhythm. I really think that's important. Yeah. But I also just, I just love that. I love the freedom that that brings. So, you know, whatever I'm doing, I can potentially be really rested in it because I could be with him in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that though, isn't it? Because I, when I was thinking about this, I often think that as Christians, we sometimes set a really bad example of this. Yeah, definitely. Um, And to the rest of the world, actually. Sometimes, you know, you see people running at like breakneck speed as Christians and you're like, we're not modelling this well. No. We've got, we've got a, 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 God who says, yeah, I'm going to read it actually, because it just really struck me again that come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me because I'm lowly and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And we quote that last bit, don't we, to kingdom come, like for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And yet I just often look around and think, I don't know whether we live this. I'm not sure. And I'm including myself in this. Um, And so I do think there's the only danger I could see with that is that if people are running around, like I'm doing loads of stuff with Jesus or for Jesus, and I'm just going to keep doing all that stuff. It's all right because I'm with Jesus. Yeah. And you're thinking, um, I'm so rested. I'm so rested. (laughs) (laughs) I'm resting. I'm resting so hard. Um, Yeah, totally. Like, and I know that's not what you're saying, but I think that's the only thing I would say is that sometimes you feel like saying to people, just, you know, like, stop a bit yeah. and I know that we've yeah. all got different rhythms and different work situations and all of that so d- what I'm not saying definitely is you have to do it like I do it at all because I mean I'm really interested to hear how people do rest yeah um because again it does look different but I think there is within it a space to go there's some like you said there's something about stopping there's something about um realizing again that god is god and you are you yeah and sometimes particularly christians we spend our lives running around like crazy and and i know i've done this where before too long i've started to think that salvation depends on me which is Mm. total nonsense it depends on jesus and he can do it much better than anyone ever could um and so i guess it's so for me i think it has just been I've just been led by God into 
into how he's taught me to rest. Um, and I do struggle to stop, but I think that's, that's why it's been a really helpful thing for me because I know I do just get distracted and I know that I need that space to not necessarily be in silence, but I need that space to just stop yeah. and sort of recenter. And, yeah. and also it's, it's like, like a refueling thing, isn't it? Because yeah. we're meant to come to Jesus every day to ask him to sustain us. You know, I think recently I realized that I'd been thinking that it was my job to sustain myself. Um, which might sound a bit crazy, but, you know, to, to people that aren't Christians, they probably think, well, it is your job to sustain yourself. And yet for Christians, you're like, I've got the Holy Spirit living inside of me. God is keeping my heart beating. Yeah. He is keeping me going. I, I come to him for everything that I need and he sustains me. Yeah. Um, and so for me, the stopping and the resting is my deliberate and purposeful sort of coming to him and saying, I need you. I can't keep going. I need you to sustain me. I need your Holy Spirit um, to give me everything that I need for today because I can't hold it all together. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I can do that best when I'm like stopping. Yeah. Um, and yeah, definitely. just to have that space also to like listen to, to what he might be saying to me or again, just to have time to worship. But that is because I do just get distracted. <laughs> yeah I do too I think yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's fine though God's God knows what we're like so yeah. <laughs> he understands yeah but um yeah I, I agree with what you're saying there so much and what I've been really thinking about recently from some of the stuff that I've been reading is just how like I want to copy and imitate Jesus in yeah. how in how he and he does have some just sort of that real realization of his practices um, and ways that he did things in order to be rested. So we, you know, we've yeah. already talked quite a lot about silence or like or solitude, like getting away from the crowd. That is a real practice of his. And as well, I think so. Whether you whether you are sort of connecting with Jesus or even aware of Jesus in it, that's wired into humanity. So I think people. Yeah whether they know him or not, find it helpful to kind of get away from everything and the daily grind of it. This way I see so many retreats everywhere, whether people are believers or not. Yeah. Because I think that's wired into us as humanity. You know, we need time away from the regular activity of life to remember who we are, what we really want. Yeah. Shut, shut out the noise, sort of re refocus, um, so I really like, I've been thinking about that and we've already talked about that quite a bit. And then you also, the other things sort of thinking about quite a bit is simplifying life and how Jesus kept life quite simple. And again, I think you see that whether mm. people are believers or not, there's quite an element of that around now that you can read yeah. about, um, of just keeping life as simple. It's so complex, so so unnecessarily complex that we make yeah. it, whereas actually fewer decisions in on unnecessary thing is really good and helps us remain rested. Keeping things just simple is is yeah. more restful, isn't it? And then um, yeah. I know you already mentioned this one. It's a big one, obviously, isn't it? Is Sabbath, um, and that's such mm. a ingrained in us because Father God did that on the seventh day of creation story. He rested, yeah. called it the Sabbath, and yeah. so. But that one, I think. Well, I don't know how, like you were saying, I don't know how good 
Christian circle, <laughs> Christians that I know. I don't know how much we've really embraced Sabbath, and I don't really think possibly that we demonstrate to the world rest really well in how we Sabbath. I'm not sure that that yeah. is is evident. But I know you mentioned Sabbath before we even started recording, so you've given that some thought, haven't you? Well, yeah, because again, it's one of those things that's in the Bible and we know about, but trying to work that through for what that looks day to day, because we know why we should do it. But again, it's just how do we practically do that? Because I guess my husband sort of um, his job Monday to Friday. So I guess Saturday and Sunday he would see as a Sabbath in the sense of he's not doing his normal work. Um, But then for me, I was thinking particularly when I had really young kids before they went to school, Sabbath was a really difficult concept because, well, I can't just take a day off from parenting. <laughs> I'd like to. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> I know, well, I could if I just handed them to someone else, which I'm not going to do. Um, but so I remember saying to God, you know, how on earth do I do this when yeah. my week doesn't go Monday to Friday and I have a Saturday and Sunday? How do I do that? And um, I remember feeling like he was speaking to me about the different things that I do in a week that aside from caring for my kids, like sort of getting them their food and everything like that, but things like cleaning and washing and, you know, putting clothes away and all that really fun stuff. Um and just was sort of saying to me, what about taking a rest from those things? Um, So even though obviously there's still lots of parenting stuff that you do, like taking a rest from those things that you might be doing around the house or to give yourself some element of this is going to feel different. Um, And that comes and goes in how well I do that. Yeah. Definitely. But I've sort of had that in my mind of... You know, so on a Saturday and a Sunday, you know, if I can, um, this is why if you come around to my house at a Saturday and Sunday, anyone, <laughs> then it be may warned. be more of a tip. Just, just <laughs> you see won't it feel as, rested. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just see it as a sign that I'm observing the Sabbath. Um, but, uh, but yes, yeah, so there are certain tasks that at a weekend I might go, I'm not going to do these so that at least there's something different. Yeah. Um, but then that I'm not entirely even sure that that's all that it's meant to be because do I spend more time with Jesus on a Sabbath? Well, I'm trying to spend time with him each day, but um, I guess I, I don't really think we live in a time where we spend our whole day just praying and reading the Bible. I mean, because church, normally lots of stuff going on with church, so that doesn't mm. always feel the most restful, particularly mm. if you're on about 10 different rotors. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's why I'd really love to hear what people have to say, because it definitely doesn't feel like something that I have nailed down exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think I've nailed it either. In fact, we've been having quite a, I think, I think as well, because it changes so regularly depending on your season of life, doesn't it? So whether you, you, you might feel at one point like, yeah, we've really got a good rhythm going here, but then something will happen and it changes it. So I think it's something probably I imagine our whole lives we will have to be fighting for. I don't think it just automatically happens at all, does it? So we've been talking about Sabbath quite a bit recently. Um, You know, going back, we had just sort of got to the phase where 
we would get lions again at the weekend. How delightful is a lion? I love a lion. <laughs> yeah. Um, I miss a lion. <laughs> um, yeah, we just got back to that phase, got back to the phase of sort of fairly leisurely days where the timings mattered less. Um, you know, so you could eat, a, you could have brunch or you could maybe eat at like two o'clock and it wouldn't, ne- it wouldn't necessarily matter. Whereas now we're back in the phase of like, you know, 11 month old baby or all those things are kind of gone again. And like you were yeah. saying, I'm asking that question again of like, what does Sabbath mean when you've got a small baby? Yeah. Um, so that is a conversation we are having at the moment. Um, but one thing within that, that I just think, well, surely that's just like baseline wisdom, turn your phone off for 24 hours. Yeah. Oh, like, drums, you say that, but now I'm <laughs> thinking, oh, it's not even like it's not even particularly complex is it but no it's not and it is something that I have resisted for quite a long time to be honest like John would have been very well actually I think he probably could quite happily live without a phone full stop (laughs) um yeah he's been saying for a long time about phones but that is a very simple thing to start with and do, isn't it? Turn your phone off for 24 hours and the difference it makes, like the headspace you've suddenly mm. got. Even when we, we went on holiday, I can't remember, like three, four weeks ago, and I actually had my phone off for the whole week. Mm. And I was just actually felt quite nervous about it in the run up because, <laughs> again, it wasn't my idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was, I I was really sort of, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the headspace that I had. I really enjoyed my conversations with different people around me. I wasn't distracted so much. I really noticed how much I automatically go to grab my phone. Sure. Um, yeah. Just to read a text or whatever. And then how much that derails my thoughts as mm. well. So I have been really won over to it actually. Having a week's detox from my phone has won me over to a 24-hour a week detox from my phone yeah um, you know, and now we just we need we need to properly catch up with each other on a conversation about sabbath because we were saying it'd be good if we taught that to the children as well like detox yeah. from your phone but kind of feel like we we need to like <laughs> have a proper conversation with them about that and not just spring that on them yeah um yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah but yeah aside from that as well sabbath like i really love the idea but again we haven't really done this very well and even now we're not doing it very well but i would like to do it better i love the idea of preparing your food in advance or like just preparing your day in advance so that you can then just enjoy the day with less work thrown mm. into it I really love that idea, but yeah, we still, still to do that one really. Um, Mm. Yeah. The most success I've had with Sabbath was, um, I was chatting with my husband about this when we were at university and we both decided, we felt convicted about Sabbath. And I think we both decided it was in my final year and his third year out of four that we were going to take a Sabbath. Yeah. And actually, when you're, and we decided to start doing that crazily during exam period. <laughs> and so that was when I was doing my finals that we decided to implement this <laughs> system, um, which again felt like a step of faith. Yeah. We felt God speaking to us about it. And I was like, really? I mean, everyone around me is like revising like crazy. 
and I'm going, well, I'm going to take a day off. And so it did mean that I ha- we had to work longer sort of the rest of the week. But we both sort of on a Sunday had that completely off. Yeah. And we just went for a walk or hung out together or, you know, and we could only really spend time with each other because none of our other friends were doing it, doing <laughs> it because they thought that we were insane for doing it. Um, but we both massively saw the difference in terms of productivity yeah. the rest of the week. And so even though, yeah, midweek you're thinking, oh, man, why am I having to work longer today? And you're thinking so that I can have, you know, this day off. And we didn't specifically choose a Sunday because we felt it was more holy. It just worked best for we'd normally go to church and it was just an easier day to do it. Um, But that felt more essential because you could just work all day round, couldn't you, as a student? And so... Whereas now, I guess if you're working Monday to Friday, to a certain extent, I guess Saturday and Sunday would feel different because you're not doing your normal work. Um, But then I think there's still the problem that sometimes then, again, you know, as Christians, we're running around like crazy doing loads of other things. Yeah. Um, And then you're thinking, you know, I don't really know whether this is right um but it's I don't know I haven't got an answer on it it's basically the thing I would be happy I'm really movable on it I really want God to sort of speak into it and show me how to do it well because I really want to follow him on it yeah and it's a principle that he wants us to do um so yeah I I really want to rest well I think the sabbath bit is the bit that I've found harder to get my head around yeah how do I do that well yeah, because I think that's, well, I'm sure one of the reasons for that as well is that you, you're trying to accommodate other people in that as well, isn't it? It's easier if you can just sort of, maybe you've got an hour of time and you can do what you want to do and rest in that way you want to rest. I think yeah. Sabbath can be really tricky but if you're trying to, you really want to rest, but you also trying to rest with other people around you and they might have very different (laughs) concepts of rest. So, oh, it's just bone of contention in our marriage, (laughs) how we rest so differently. And like John would just love to be in a darkened room with no sound. (laughs) And he, 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 I don't want to make him sound miserable. He is really up for a lot of fun, but how he rests is so different from me. So even holidays has been quite challenging for us in the past as well, because Mm. we'll come back from holiday and he'll be like, Oh my word, we did so much. And I'll be like, Oh, we did nothing. I'm so bored. (laughs) Um, And it's like that on Sabbath too. So I think, I think for us, that's why we've never really quite nailed it because you're trying to accommodate for different personalities or, mm. or it just, you know, and that is whether you're married or not, that's true in friendships, isn't it? Like if you want to see friends or if you're seeing yeah. family and you're trying to Sabbath, it's really difficult when other people do stuff that you just don't find restful. Mm. Um, yeah. 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 Because it, we, can very easily get into the sort of the worldview of thinking that rest means when we go on holiday or when we're in retirement or when we're sitting on the sofa not doing anything. And yet it's got to mean more than that because I've had times where I've been on holiday and really felt restless. Yeah. Really sort of struggled to switch off, just had lots of 
things weighing on my heart and my mind. And yet, technically, I'm on holiday, so I should be resting. And yet, yeah. it just wasn't that. And that was... That's interesting. I don't know. It, it sounds like an obvious thing, but it was a lesson that I learned sort of, I don't know, 10 years ago, where I found myself thinking, hmm, technically, I'm meant to be resting, and yet I don't feel restful at all. Yeah. And then there's other times where, you know, even in the midst of lockdown where the kids would be running around like mad and we'd have all sorts of stuff going on and I'd just take sort of some moments to sort of sit in the garden and like shove my headphones on and listen to music for a bit and take some time with God and I would just feel really restful. Yeah. Um, And so it's, so for me, that's why I do come back to, I really think rest has to, um, however you do it, like be something where you're connecting with God or yeah. seeking his will because rest is sort of holistic, isn't it? It's sort of emotional, spiritual, physical, it's everything. And it's not just sort of sitting down on the sofa. It's yeah. often nowadays, which I think we're recognising, so much of us need rest mentally, yeah, emotionally. Yeah. Um, and for me, I find that best when I spend time with Jesus. Yeah. When I can actually just be like, all this stuff is going on in my mind and I'm going to come to you and like lay it at your feet so that I don't have to keep carrying this all yeah. the time anymore. Yeah. Um, and that could take five minutes, could take half an hour, could take an hour. I mean, I, you know, I always feel like I can really come into God's presence, whether it's five minutes or half an hour, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think that for me is the key. And that's how I've discovered rest. Um, because yeah. God can give you rest in frantic times, but like when I was chatting with my husband about this, he was saying, I think that's the exception rather than the rule. Like he came up with this amazing quote where he said, God isn't your can of Red Bull. Um, (laughs) Which really made me laugh. But like, I guess sometimes maybe I've done this. I've come to God with like, God, if you could quickly, like almost like a pit stop with a car. Like if you could just quickly give me all the great stuff and then off I'll go and carry on running around at breakneck speed. And you're like, "Mm, I'm not sure that this is, the plan yeah definitely that and that kind of feels like we've gone full circle back to rest as a person isn't it because for all the like wonderful disciplines of stopping maybe switching your phone off maybe having time away maybe having silence until you bring Jesus into it it's just it isn't it, your soul it's like your soul yeah. level your spirit level needing to connect to your maker and remember who he is and remember who you are and the rest of it is really good and important but it feels a bit like rearranging furniture until you get to that root of yeah Jesus like I yeah. just need you Jesus and being with Jesus um yeah and so that may look like hiking up a mountain, yeah, doing yeah. it with Jesus. Or, but I, but I do think there's something to be said for not, I don't know, changing up or slowing down the pace that you're running at yeah. to leave space for Jesus to sort of to speak and to to come and sort of give you everything that you need. Yeah. And again, as we said, to sort of declare that you're not running the world like God is. Yeah. Um, again, which is obvious, but. Sometimes I think we act like we are. Yeah, definitely. It's funny you say about restlessness on holidays as well, because I remember years and years ago now, just sort of thinking it's a funny concept, isn't it? As though, right, I've got a holiday now, so I'm going to go away. I'm going to read a load of novels, but maybe not read my Bible. 
Yeah, <laughs> I know. So weird, so really, yeah. isn't it? You know, yeah. if we're professing that, like, oh, I love you, Jesus. You've changed my life. You've forgiven me. But now I'm on holiday, so I just want to forget about you so I can yeah. read this trashy romance. Yeah. And then yeah. and then it's no surprise when you come back. And although you might physically feel a bit more rested, your soul, like your spirit hasn't been fed at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's just so true, isn't it? Like, rest is so about connecting with him and letting him. Oh, what's that? You know, um, in Proverbs, where it says like about, you know, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. But yeah. then the verse on from that talks about how, like, you'd be restored to your bones I can't I can't remember it and it's dark in my kitchen now so I can't look it up either but it's um I always remember the first time I noticed the verse after that about like wow like that real rest in his understanding where it actually physically that infiltrates to your bones like yeah yeah it's amazing isn't it yeah yeah great well We'll end on a Proverbs verse that we don't know where it's from. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but no, it's great to have it. And I didn't know where it's from either. So um, it is, but there we I, go. I just can't quote it accurately. Actually, before yeah. we before we close, I'll give you another inaccurate quote. Um, <laughs> I think this one's from Augustine, but isn't he so he says something like our souls are restless until they found their home in him or something like that. Yes. Can you remember yeah, what it true. is exactly? I can't remember it. No, exactly. I think it is that. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's so true, isn't it? We're restless until we've connected with our maker, our creator. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Inaccurate quotes to end with. <laughs> Thank Wonderful. you, everyone. If you have ways of resting that we haven't thought of, then let us know. It'd be really great to hear how you rest um, or maybe how you do Sabbath because we both said that we struggle with that. But yeah, have a great week and we'll be back again soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at the not so perfect Christian life.com.